I didn't steal no self. Maybe I can't send you to jail for what you wrote. But I can send you for being a thief. I know something about you. Don't you forget that. And from what you and May says, there's a lot of time to write letters in jail. Plenty of time to write the truth about you. And the paper is free. Nobody will believe what you wrote. I don't know. I've been told I'm a pretty good writer. Already sold a lot of books. Call the police, Elizabeth. All you do is scare and lie to try to get what you want. Abilene, You're stop. You're a godless woman. Ain't you tired, Miss Hill? Ain't you tired? Yes. Amen. You know how they, they do that in like, movies. When they, start. they do that in real life, too, if you know what they I'm talking about. Like, did you really just talk to me like that? Right. Like, you yes, black I did, nigger, you. Did you dare pardon those black lips to talk to me like that? I did. Shout out to Viola. She invented acting. Yeah. We we already established this. We and we've given her props many a time. <laughs> right. Right? I see a field. <laughs> yes. Rise. 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 Oh, Rise them up. <laughs> On green grass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Viola. <sighs> and we felt it, right? We felt it. Yeah, she's everything. She is everything. And this scene was emotional. No, it really kicked off all the drama. It was the at the end? Yeah, she's like, don't leave. What'd she call her? Uh, Abelene. <laughs> she's like, remember what I told you? No, no. <laughs> Is it Abelene or Abilene? Abilene. Abilene. Like Eveline from The okay. Wiz. Okay. <laughs> yes, Wiz. Yes. He's on down. Ah. Amen. Amen. Hey, guys. Look who's back. We're both back. welcome to the hung up podcast chickens where you may be a godless woman but we'll never hang up (laughs) i'm p ryan you can find me on instagram and twitter at i-a-m-p-r-y-a-n i'm eric you can find me on instagram and twitter at e dante cole and you can find us both at hung up pod that's h-u-n-g-u-p-p-o-d on instagram and twitter and on facebook at facebook.com slash hung up pod and don't forget guys you can e- guys and ladies yeah, guys and gals guys and gals <laughs> you can email us at oh shoot at hung up pod <laughs> <laughs> listen y'all we working we getting these gonna continue it. getting these kinks worked out yes every week consistent. <laughs> right. at least we're consistent at hung up pod at gmail.com and you can rate and review us at well, on Apple Podcasts <laughs> and Google Play and on SoundCloud. And don't forget, guys, that is what is going to get us more recognition um, and put us out there a little bit more. So we, we appreciate the text messages and um, all the love that we have got received. Uh, just don't forget to rate and review us online. Yeah, don't forget. Thanks. Good looking out. Good looking out. So Eric mentioned we're back. We're it's back. been two weeks that we like didn't really give you live or live ish shows because we never right. really give a live show, but like a yeah, yeah. <laughs> show that we, we wanted to give like you something like yeah. good content while Patrick was away yeah. in the motherland. I was. I was with the mother. I was so <laughs> excited to see you. Thank you. I'm so excited to see you. Like when you walked through my door, I was just like, oh, I'm here. Oh, oh. I'm here. Because it's been a while. It's you were you were gone for weeks. a good couple of days. Yeah, yeah. It's been a minute. It's definitely been a minute. I feel like you have this 
glow on you. Do I really? Oh my gosh, yeah. thanks. Are you sure it's not <clears> And I'm loving the polo. Thank you. Is that gold or yellow? It is canary yellow. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. I'm going to a little function tonight. Thank you. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah. Oh, what we were talking about before we started taking. Oh, I don't know. I was just checking in. I went to see how you were. Okay. Like, in this time that we've been like apart and whatnot. Well, while you were away, um, our chapter, our fraternity had a retreat. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> I heard. Um, How was it? It was it was it was cool. I wasn't there for the whole thing. Okay. Um, I got there very very late, um, but there were definitely some good takeaways from the retreat. Other than you know just the brotherhood coming together after you know somewhat of a short break, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, the work never really stops. But as far as like the fraternal year goes, coming back from a short break, it was just nice to be around the frat. And 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 really get caught up on what everybody else is doing, and it's always so nice to hear, um, you know, brothers doing well, um, going away, having experiences like you, and um, getting degrees, and giving back to the community, and just having testimonies about things that are going on in their personal life. So I I appreciated that. And, you know, we also got some financial literacy, oh, <laughs> which was really cool. Um, thanks for the brother. A shout out to the brother who who gave that presentation. It was really cool. Um, besides that, I have been playing a lot of tennis lately. Yes, Serena, come through. <laughs> I like, I don't know, something's going on with my Achilles. Like, it's not really my ankle. It's, it's like that. You know, Achilles, you just, <laughs> right, y'all, <laughs> Patrick is, like, reaching for the bottle, and he's like, it. I can't move, I can't uh, reach it. Eric, I cannot, I, I cannot. cannot. <laughs> Tristan, Tristan, sit down. As, as, as per usual, my buddy Tristan is with us. Yes. He likes to record with us, so sometimes he'd be doing the most. <laughs> But anyway, um, besides feeling injured and my other foot, now both feet are just kind of like, I got stuff going on, so I got to be careful when I'm playing tennis, and I got to go to a foot doctor and making sure I'm doing my stretches, getting, you know, going to the chiropractor, not maybe not regularly, but as often as I can. I have to take care of my body, so that way I don't sustain these injuries that keep me off the court. Yeah. So, um but I really say all that to say a really close friend of mine um, who I met on the league, John Lee, uh, passed away while you were away. Mm-hmm. He was actually gunned down in front of his home. And it kind of just shocked, of course, the league and I'm sure, you know, his friends. And I just can't imagine what his family's going through. Um, apparently, he this was not really a related kind of incident person who shot him down he got shot five times they say in his torso area he was just randomly like going around like terrorizing the neighborhood um and they said that he there was an incident that happened a few hours a few miles away from where john was gunned down so yesterday i played and we all just kind of before we started the game was just like yo we just we playing today for john and so shout out to john we miss you we love you may you rest in peace um, guess what? I finally went to a new beach. 
You did not. Oh my gosh. Well, point first and foremost. Oh my goodness. My condolences. Yes. To you. Yes. But John. oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I knew oh, you would be excited. Can we like edit out that scream? That was way too much. <laughs> well, you, oh my you're goodness. Really did you go excited. by yourself? No, I went with a friend of mine. Ooh, which close friend? friend of mine. I know. So yeah, you do. You do. You. Ooh, ooh! <laughs> a friend of no, no wait. Ooh, <laughs> I like it. Ooh, you can set up. <laughs> but let me mind my business. I went with a friend of mine. Um, yes. We Jersey. <clears throat> yes. Oh, okay. And you know what? It was actually a really cool kind of experience. Yeah. It wasn't uncomfortable. Not everybody was nude, so there wasn't, like, this pressure to where, like, okay. Because if everybody was nude, and then I was the only one, because I didn't go full nude. I kept my very nice, cute, little blue swing briefs on, whatever I had on. They were were nice. They were nice. That's cute. (laughs) But even with that, it was just, like, cool. It was a very, like, I was talking with a few friends the other, last night, and he described it as an erotic experience yes. because I was trying to like sum this whole thing up. Right. And I was like, yes. Like, I think that's a very like perfect way to put it because then this is my first time mm-hmm. I'm observing everything <laughs> that's happening, not happening. That's going on. That's around me. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, how inappropriate would it be for someone to walk around here with a heart on dick? It wouldn't at all. And that that was his response. Okay. So I'm like, okay, so that puts some things into perspective because it is erotic that every... I think the cool thing about the experience is that everyone... Really, we're going back to our roots as who we are. Where We found these places yes. on Earth where we can, you know, n- not have any... I don't know. What is it? Exactly. Yeah. And just be free, be natural, be naked, how we came into this world, right? I just thought that was kind of cool. Everybody's just kind of, and it was just like a, like very laid back. I if you didn't want to be naked, you. you didn't have to be. But, and, and I'll end my check-in by saying it was also just neat to see different color shapes, sizes, and yes. um, skin tones, and textures. Yeah, and amen. It's just like we are amazing as human beings. Mm-hmm. Like we... We're the same, but we're so different. Um, it was just, that was a moment for me. Wonderful. I'm speechless. Okay. <laughs> you got me over here speechless. I don't know what to tell you. You are smiling ear to I ear. I am smiling ear. <laughs> tickle pink, okay? <laughs> I'm tickled. Yes. I'm yes. happy for you. That is amazing. So, yeah, it was cool. I, I enjoyed my time. Um, and I'm glad we kind of pre-recorded. Yeah. So I felt like two weeks off like two weeks but off, then i missed it last week out. i missed it though i did too. i was just like and the hmm. week before yeah but you I, were away doing bigger 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 things so check in with the people and me because mind you guys he would not give me any details he made me wait i know but it was until nothing, we but I was getting the ad libs while you were in Africa, though. We were texting. Yeah. Because your internet was lit. I had um, some Wi-Fi. Lit. I had some Wi-Fi. Your was you lit. Know, I was able to upload some pics to the gram. <laughs> you were popping. Did you see my titties all the way out? I did. Yes. Did. I gave you full nipple. But I liked all your pictures, really. Classy. All the right? different looks you gave. Thank all in the... Uh, 
the background, the environment. I had to. It's beautiful. Thank you. Tell us, check in with us. How well, was it? Let me check in from like beforehand. So okay. like the, the night before I was about to leave, I had to just tell you this story. And this is why I'm an advocate of never going to Walmart past 12 o'clock because you don't know who you're going to run into. I was about to say, or see. Okay. So I go into Walmart <laughs> to just get like a few things like, you know, toothbrush, toothpaste, just so everything's brand new and fresh. But I was like, you know, you're going to a different place. And whenever I travel, whether it be near or far, I get just in case condoms. Clearly, I know that's right. not having sex, <laughs> but you know, just in case. But wait, you wanted to have your cherry popped by African prince. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I love that when you said that. <laughs> that was like one of my favorite parts of that episode. Things I, like, I yes. say when I am completely drunk, but. <laughs> We'll get there. We'll definitely get there. So I go, and I'm just like, you never know how people are going to measure up. So let me just go get, like, some magnums and, like, regular size condoms, right? Right. So I'm in there. Because we're not, we're not size shaming. Oh, no, no, no. But you got to be prepared for anything, Exactly. Right? We're going to get all sorts and sizes and colors and flavors. Right. So I'm out here getting every size, shape, color, and flavor. Yes. Just some lube. All of a sudden, I hear, hey, Patrick. I'm like, oh, hell. Who is this? A lady from my church. Sees oh me in the God. aisle, Are so she serious? walks over. Gives in the me a family hug. planning aisle, right? And all I can do, it's not like I can like throw the condoms back. So I give her a hug in Jesus' name with the condoms in my hand. Then my awkward ass, they drop out of my hand after we release from the hug. <laughs> and I'm like, hey girl, picking them up. This is a very Kimmy Schmidt moment. All I right. can just see this, scene. and I'm just like, if this is how my trip Tight. doesn't even like start yet. If this is how like life is going to be, I'm sure I'm going to have a great time. A great time. So I'm that was that. I finally get to South Africa and it was just like a really beautiful experience. Like coming back to the States um, after this span of time, like I felt a, like a little weird. Like it was such a spiritual moment for me. So my main reason for going there was to attend a conference for the Association of Black Sexologists, Clinicians, and Therapists. Yes. Um, and I was going to present on black male sexual exploration, but literally in the last minute, um, the head of the organization was just like, don't you do work with LGBT youth? And I was just like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he was just like, present on that. I, I, I was going to ask you how the presentation yeah. went because, listen, y'all, Patrick had me up in here. Oh. <laughs> As one of my black men, I was his muse, and but it was fun. Mm -hmm. I really not understand what was going on, but I was just following direction. Yeah, but literally in the midnight hour, I switched the presentation and like talked about this years long work that I've been doing with like LGBT youth regarding teen pregnancy prevention, and I was just like, I'm gonna do this, no fear, just go out here, do the thing, engage with the audience, whatever, and it was so well received to the point where That's what's up. Um, my presentation got covered in like a local paper, wow. as well as on local like video media. Wait, I feel like you did snapshot that. Yeah. Yeah. So I like I don't know. I just feel really blessed. Then to move from that, like that showed me that honestly. I may not know what I'm getting into professionally in the sense that, like, you never know what'll come up, right? You never know what opportunities will come your way, but you literally have the power and the equipment to do anything. Yeah. And I think God continually shows me that. Speaking more on just, like, what a spiritual experience South Africa was, I was I had the opportunity to just, like, visit different, I guess, like, natural places. So I climbed Table Mountain and went on a safari and just, like, being exposed to different aspects of nature that I don't see every single day 
all I could, it was just like such a, a spiritual moment for me. And I really had to ask God, like, you, you kind of grow up thinking that you have an idea of who God is, but when you're like at a place on like the motherland or on a continent where the Indian and Atlantic oceans meet, like mm. I, I literally was just like, who are you? Wow. That you could kind of create <clears throat> this, you know what I mean? On one side of a mountain is one ocean, on the other side is the other, and like everything flows in its natural and proper proper place. Come on like, now, you know you go out here and you see these exotic animals, and it's just like, did you create all of this? Like who, like who really are you? And the fact that you also created me amongst all of this unique beauty, what is the purpose that you have for my life? And so I really just found myself at the end of each night, kind of journaling and figuring out just like not even figuring out because I still haven't figured it out but just like really exploring what God's purpose is for me and why have I been placed here and why have I been given the opportunity to go to this continent and come back and what does this mean for like the rest of my days and what what lessons can I take from that um from that experience and and it also made me just look at some of the things that I carried in 2017 like just some of the the things that i like went went about and like cried about and i realized i don't really have problems on the large scale of things you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and god has just been so good and has blessed me so much that i should just work on being a blessing to others and like exuding just positive energy and yeah that's it was it was amazing it was absolutely amazing and no and it's really a testimony to how beneficial traveling can be Mm -hmm. like just it really gives you a different perspective taking yourself out of your normal element and environment and putting yourself in something different, it gives you the opportunity to, to really feel something different, to experience something different. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's true enlightenment. And that's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. You know, I remember um, earlier this week, I saw this meme online that talked about how energy kind of flows and how it's, it resonates in certain areas around the world. Mm. And of course, Africa had several like different spots. So that just kind of like popped in my head when yeah. you brought up the energy. The energy was out of this world. Like it just felt, you know when you go for a sleepover or you go mm-hmm. to summer camp, right? Mm-hmm. And then you finally come home and it's just like, whew, I'm yeah. home. Yeah. I was in this new place of which I knew nothing of, but it felt like I was where I needed to be. And so some of the thoughts that I had, which I guess highlighted the message that white people ain't shit, <laughs> I was just like, what would life have been like for us as black people if like our continent was never colonized, mm. right? And I even look at how colonization has impacted South Africa, right? Because race is very much different than it is over here. So when we're here, we see things very much white, black, Asian, da 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 yeah. Over there... It's white, it's colored, which is like mixed race, but then also incorporates sometimes like Indian and other type of nationalities. Mm-hmm. And then you have black. And I don't, I don't know. It's, it's just that I don't even know what, what I'm... Well, I guess the, the simu- similarity is that white is still the top of that. Mm-hmm. And then you have these fucked up social constructs that are based on color. Yeah. And it's light skin, dark skin. Yeah. I could be wrong, but that's what I hear. Yeah. In, 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 in essence, Because yeah. if you're mixed, you're right above being called black. Mm-hmm. But I think the, the culture there is a little more different just because here you can be black and you can still thrive and survive, mm-hmm. right? 
the black bodies over there though a lot of them have been pushed into these things called these things called townships and so when you think of like stereotypical africa or how it's presented in media with like all the huts and shanties and things like that that's where they've pushed all like the black people and the coloreds live in something of what is like a suburban or middle class type of life okay and then the whites are in little areas where it's just like houses that you see in like California. Wow. Like yeah. So like it's so very they took, took everything. America White to Africa. And so then it brought like I couldn't help thinking about Pocahontas the whole time where like the chief Powhatan was just like, These white men are dangerous. Yeah. They are. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? And like Africa brought you all type of enlightenment, I see. Yeah, and it's like literally colonization and just the way white people came into Africa and kind of shifted everything not only worked on like the social structure of things but also worked on the psyche like we were learning the history of South Africa and we were learning it from like a white man and you could tell without even knowing anything about South Africa that he was spitting out some revisionist history where you know white people came into the country as explorers and nothing was based on race but yet somehow black people wound up being owners of their land to being pushed into these townships and not really having any opportunities and having like a large concentration of HIV in their communities and being disadvantaged mm-hmm. in every which way that you could imagine. Like the same bullshit narrative they try to tell about US history. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't like to take ownership for their bullshit mm-hmm. and for the for the blood that has been shed and all the lives that have been lost because of the choices that these 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 the white people made Absolutely. as far as like going around and colonizing almost every inch of the globe yeah. and and it when you when you when you ask that question what would have happened if what would we be like now if that never if colonization would not have happened to africa mm-hmm. it's like interesting um because what the british and the europeans did changed the course to a course of history so that has such a huge impact to the point where even now today we see the what's the word i'm looking for i guess the not the outcome of that or the residuals of that or the the aftermath the aftermath yeah yeah you know and to this day, nothing has changed as far as taking ownership. Mm-mm. And what broke my heart even more was that some blacks and coloreds in South Africa would like cape for the white position. <laughs> so like they would understand that there's an injustice going on, but it's just like, you can't blame white folks. And it's just like, well, why not, bitch? They the one who started it. So I don't know. I just thought it was a very interesting Similar experience. to here. That's that's really crazy. Yeah, I'm it's so like the same issues. Everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you have the woke, when it comes to the black community, you have the woke people. Mm-hmm. You have the people who are just kind of like lax, daisy, Like they don't really care either way. Yeah. You have the people who are just kind of like, mm, no. Yeah. Y'all doing too much. Like black people, like da 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 Like you have so many different types of I don't know. Awareness yeah, and levels. ignorance. Yeah. Levels to the wokeness. Yeah. I hope all that makes sense because I feel like I jumped. I, I know. I was saying. I, I hope I was making sense too. Oh. <laughs> we're, we're, we're new to this. We're getting back in this swing of things. I think it's like more so because it was an emotional response. Yeah. I think it does make sense though. 
um, it's been, it's tough. Yeah. But it, it was great. <clears throat> I, I loved it. I wish I was still there. I'm not going to lie. Um, what, what were, like, one of your most favorite things about the trip? If you had a top Ooh, two things. the nature. Oh, but my favorite things. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I went to, like, a leather bar. Which was essentially like this sex club, but again in true How Patrick form. How did you form, find that in Africa? Google. Okay. <laughs> Google. Google South Africa. There we go. Google.co.za. Yes. <laughs> How was that? Um. Well. Okay. In true me form, I didn't have no sex, so I went there. Everybody was, you know, busting it wide open. Da 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 da. And I just sat at the bar and I was chatting it up with the owner of the club the whole time. Like, so, but I had a great time. I was gonna say I feel like you you went and you got what you really needed. Yeah. And I think you were content and you were satisfied and you came back full and you came back revitalized. For the and, most part, I yeah, didn't get my. I can kind of see this. Well, you know. But I guess that was more so my decision. Um, Why? Because was there an opportunity? There was. Okay. But let me tell you, niggas ain't shit on any continent. Right. Yeah, that, that's it. Because there was this young man, <laughs> met him on the apps, right? And then he's just like, I would love to meet up with you. I'd love for us to have like an experience, blah, blah, blah. But here's my thing. If you're going to be on one app spinning one game, you got to be consistent on all the apps, right? Ooh. So I met him on Jacked, but then I found him on t- uh, Tinder. Okay. And on Tinder, he was advertising like massage slash prostitution services. Oh, shit. So I was just like, no, <laughs> like this is not going to work out. So I, I responded to him on Jack and I was just like, listen, just to give you a heads up, I'm not going to pay for sex. I don't necessarily want a massage. Like I, I'm good. You know what I mean? So then he like spaz out. He's like, why would you say that? Why would you assume da 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 da? And I was just like, well, I'm saying that because you have a Tinder you, profile. Because you this. said it. Isn't this you? And then he you just said like, what you said. He's just like, I'm not even gonna address that. It's too much drama. I was like, okay, well, bye. No, you're too much drama. Right. See, that's why these fucking apps. Like, I'm just over it. And that's why much. I'm just. And I think at some point, um, at some point soon. These apps, like, people are not... It's just going to be a joking yeah. matter. Like, because you don't really... You don't, you don't really get too far on these apps, like, with these conversations. And, like, it's just... It's a joke. And, like you said, motherfuckers be playing games. All the games, all the games in the world. And, and then you got the Tumblr police. You got the block police. You got the motherfuckers who... Stealing pictures and per- saying it's, it's me much. and it's not it's you, <laughs> like it is it's just too much. much. So, like, hopefully, at some point, this will lead us out. all back to just socializing and getting to know each other and dating, like we used to do back in the day, I guess. Mm, or I don't so. know no. how will it evolve? Too alive. It won't evolve that way. So, you think technology will still be a v- very intricate part of Absolutely. it? Absolutely. I just think the apps are just losing credibility. And I'm just wondering what that's going to look like. I think it depends on where you are. Because like in Philly... Really? I don't know. You just confirm that no No, matter where you at... No, I confirm that niggas ain't shit no matter where you at. Okay? I didn't confirm that the apps apps didn't necessarily work. But, I mean, I don't know. No, I I, I see what you're saying. I think one could argue that the apps probably do work in some type of function. I don't know. For but uh, whatever, who, uh, who uh, fuck it, who cares? And then also like my sexcapades were just um, canceled. Just remember, I mentioned like the high concentration of HIV among blacks. 
Yeah. Um, so a part of the conference was visiting just like different um, health organizations. And one of these health organizations were or was like a HIV center for youth um, and children. And we really got like the breakdown of stats of HIV in South Africa. And it's very concentrated in like the black community or amongst those who are labeled as black. And that's who I'm attracted to. So it just wouldn't work out because I'm not expecting people to be honest about their status. Um, yeah. So I just decided to stay celibate. I wore Philip out for one good time and I was, I was good to go for the yes, rest of my I'm days. sure Philip was excited to get some international action. No, fuck that. I was pissed. I, was just like, <laughs> I came all the way here for Philip. Right. Right. Were you like fucking Philip very like, very angry aggressively very absolutely. aggressively and angry and yeah. just like not angry i'm never i'm not an angry lover <laughs> i can be aggressive like he has feelings and reactions <laughs> philip was like whoo no I wrap me philip up and put out. me back on the cargo i'm ready to go back to the states <laughs> i wore young philip out philip. you hear me wore it out i'm sorry surprise <laughs> it didn't break here you go again with this breaking. It's plastic. But <laughs> plastic but, can break. Okay. I just <laughs> if, if if that if a dildo breaks, I just I've never heard of that. Can can you guys um tweet us or email us um if you have ever heard of a dildo breaking or have experienced it? You may have a testimony um that you can share with the people about a sex toy that you've used that broke because you wore it out. Thank you, Patrick, as he's refilling. Can you get a refill? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, vocals. Where you at? Where, where are they? Where you at? Here. <laughs> I'm a little under the weather. Listen, okay. don't get listen. <laughs> you do the best you can with what you got. Okay. Okay. Well, that was a cute catch up. It was a cute catch up, and um, again, welcome back. I'm I'm really excited to have you back. I was worried that you would get hitched. <laughs> To an African prince. I was hoping, oh my goodness. Speaking of though, I did meet a guy who like I low-key fell in love with. Let me pull up his Instagram for you. His name is Peace. He's 28 years old. Ooh. He ran like, well, he majored in like industrial organizational psych, which is the psych that makes money. And he is currently running like a nonprofit where he gives backpacks to youth who um, can't afford them. Right? That is what's up. It's what's up. And he's so fine. But I'm pretty sure he was straight. And, like, I only saw him for one day, so we didn't really, like, um, meet up again. But look at him. Did and you mention what part of Africa? Cape I know mean, you said South. Cape Town. Okay. Okay. So look at his Instagram. Like, I literally looked at him, and I was just like, you're I a husband. Feels me. Yeah, a husband. But we wow. only met once. I'm really sad. It wasn't meant to be. And you know what I really like? That he has 738 followers. Yeah. Wait, what does that mean? To me, that's that's hubby material. Wait, what? I'm just saying. Because he, he don't have Eric all these motherfuckers trolling his Instagram. What? That's just... He is everything. Isn't he fine? Come on, smile, positive. Okay. This is what I'm talking about. And our eyes kept And it's not overkill. He's like He's not like overkill yeah. and his... Like, I bet you he overkills a pussy. Yeah, I, I'm sure he does, yeah. but I'm just I'm appreciating him not like working too hard. One thing that I will say, <clears throat> with y'all Instagram models, 
that are out here. It's just that <laughs> it's very obvious that you are just trying so hard to put on this persona and be like this person that's on Instagram. Like it's just <laughs> you're trying to be this person that's on Instagram. Even like, though that's what this you is are. What it's like. <laughs> but y'all motherfuckers know what I'm saying. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm saying, like, putting on, like, doing the absolute most. And I just feel like he's, like, cool. Like, he's, like, I'm trying to get with him, even though you, you claimed him already. I mean, I can't claim someone who's clearly not mine. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where I am. I wrote that in my journal. Stop claiming niggas who ain't yours. I know that's right. Going off our scissor yeah. episode. All right, bitch. So let's get into <laughs> the hung pop. Hey. <laughs> So what you got? What we got, what we got, what we got, what we got, hung pop, hung pop, hung pop, hung pop, what we got, what we got, what we got, what we got, hung pop, hung pop, hung pop, hung pop. What's good? Y'all hoes want smoke? Now you got it. Y'all hoes gonna respect my motherfucking name. I'ma start making y'all hoes bow down and kiss my motherfucking feet. Don't even talk my motherfucking name without miss. And if you call me a bitch, make sure you put badass in front of it, whack ass hoes. Like the blunt. What's up? A reading. What's <laughs> a up? A reading. <laughs> Trina. Thank you for place? blessing us with that because she, you know what? I, 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 I fucks with Trina. Because I love Trina. Th- this is the thing. Trina don't fuck with nobody. She don't mess with nobody. If anything, like she like to show love, give love. Mm-hmm. And that's how I always see Trina. And this shit, this trash ass bitch Kaya is talking about. I've, I don't like her. I don't, I don't, wow. I'm not here for Kaya. Wow. Um, Trina, she not real. She don't come out, bitch. Did you listen to her first album? That's all she rapped about was where she came from, what she did for money, and how she, her love for money, and why she is the baddest bitch, and the clubs that she came from, and the streets that she ran. Like, are you kidding me? Trina's not authentic. Fuck you, Kaya. I'm just saying, before you run your mouth, like, just know what the fuck you talking about. And Trina going to make y'all hoes bow down. That's what she said. And like the blunt. And like like the blunt. And I was so confused at that, though, because I remember she saying that, like, that she, she didn't smoke. doesn't smoke or drink. Well, shit like that will make you want to smoke. That, I guess. When you mind your business, <laughs> when you mind your yeah, business and motherfuckers want to fuck with you. Yes. See, let me let me just say, I, I, I'm feeling Trina right now. Because about a week ago, I was walking Tristan around the block. Minding my business. Oh my got my poop bag in my hand. Got my headphones on. I'm good. It's like two or three guys sitting across the street on the sidewalk. Tristan is kind of like, he decides to like stop because he's like sniffing around, like doing dog shit, right? Not taking a shit, but doing dog shit. And one of the guys was like, he said something. And I was just like, what? Because I didn't hear him. And he repeated it, repeated it, and he was just like, how would you like it if I had a dog and I let him shit in front of your house and then I stepped in it and then you stepped in it? He was trying to, you know, imply like all this shit. And I was like, well, first of all, and I showed him the bag in my hand, like I clean up after my dog shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not I'm not trifling like that. And second of all, he's just sniffing around like he's not even shitting right now, bruh. Ho, 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 you don't got to take it personal. You don't got to take it personal. (laughs) Motherfucker, you addressed me. I was minding my business. Kaya. (sighs) 
So I feel you, Trina. Coming for motherfuckers is not minding a business when you minding yours. So I feel you, hundred percent, all the way. What's up? Like the blunt. <laughs> We're not smoking the blunt, guys. But I feel you, Trina. From one mess to another. Yeah. The NFL suspends Ezekiel Elliott for six games due to substantial evidence that he abused his ex-girlfriend. And see, not too long ago... See, why do we... Why do niggas do that? This shows, see? again, any continent, any Into state, Any continent, any state, any situation. Shit. How is it that we... We was just... Lusting over him. And just. very delicious Because the water was just... Trickling. Ugh. They said don't go chasing waterfalls, but I would chase... Everything. Well, I see why now. <laughs> okay. So, honestly, I didn't hear much about this story. Mm. What's the substantial evidence? Child, Do you I know? know. Um, hold on, wait. Let me find out. So... I wonder when this came out. The leak says that investigation found substantial and persuasive evidence that Ezekiel engaged in physical violence against his accuser. He was accused of assaulting his ex-girlfriend five different times in six days. What? Right. Back in July 2016. Cops investigated the allegations, but decided there wasn't enough evidence to prosecute. NFL mm. found the all the evidence they needed, though, to take action. The NFL also said that if Ezekiel violates league policy ever again, he could be banned from the organization for life. That's not cool. And if he got off, if the police let him off originally because he paid somebody off or he had a friend a, on the police. A player. Because he's a fucking NFL player. That is fucked up. And as much as good as your body looks, keep your hands off of women. Yeah. That's not cool. That's not cool at all. So, yeah. you have to pay the piper. Okay. And then the theme of athletes ain't not being shit. My homegirl, Evelyn Lozada. <laughs> her reps confirmed that she split from her husband. Her baseball bay called Crawford due to his infidelity. And she says that they're still friends. So we can talk about basketball wives like after this, I guess. But did you see the finale? Oh, I did. I was wondering because you were in Africa, right when it when it aired. Yeah, but I watched it yesterday when I came back. (laughs) Was that one of the (laughs) first things you did? I was just like, oh no, I have to see this. Can we talk a little bit about the episode? We can. But how do you feel? So Evelyn, this is her third guy, I guess, third league or whatever. And she still just can't... It's not that she can't get it right. These niggas can't get it right. And like, apparently, Ayana did not fix her life either. Oh, no, she fixed it because Evelyn hasn't reacted. True. True. But as I guess as far as, you know, like, we have these patterns mm. when we date people. And I'm not blaming Evelyn for anything. But I'm just saying because we, we all can fall victim to it. Mm. We, we, you know, we have these patterns where we fall into these relationships one after another that are not healthy for us. Yeah. And I'm just kind of wondering, like, what's going on here? Because Evelyn is drop dead gorgeous. motherfucking gorgeous. Are you, you hear me? And her daughter is gorgeous. Oh, yeah, Shanice? Yes. I think Shanice's friend so bad. I feel like we would have such a good friendship. But that just goes to show you can be beautiful or you can be rich and you can be a mess or your life, your love life can be a mess. So I'm praying for Evelyn. Yeah, but low key, this time around she won because what did she get out of it? A child. So that bag is secured. Was it a boy? A boy. Yep. And that's what she wanted too, right? That's what's up. So she fixed that. So I just, the finale, just one one of my takeaways from it was it was really all about the book. And I just thought, I didn't necessarily understand what happened when, because Evelyn 
at one moment she got an email with a copy of the book. And next thing next you know, thing she you has know, a physical copy. Multiple. Like, that like, are binded. <laughs> like she she so, spent money on those copies. Did you, open, did you see when they opened the book and there was like a little like highlighted portion? Yes. <laughs> so she put a lot of work, effort, and money okay, into to making sure the copies they, of those books. So I was just a little like, mm, that that threw me off a yes, little bit. It was weird. It was definitely. I'm like, you're going you too messy. far. You, you being you being messy. Um, I kind of appreciated Shawnee being honest with Jackie when they met up with Tammy, I and being just kind of like, and I was just like, am I Shawnee? <laughs> because I'm not gonna sit here and talk about you. Yeah. But if you bring something up, I'm gonna be like, oh no, that's how I felt. Right. You know what I mean? And you may be taken off guard, but at least you know where we stand. Well, and then when she followed up and she was like, are we friends? And Shawnee was just like. I guess. Well, the thrown <laughs> off guard thing is 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 the point mm-hmm. because when you are when you keep it real with people, people that are not used to keeping it real, they're thrown off they're by thrown that off. shit, Absolutely. and that's exactly what happened because Jackie immediately deflects and starts to illustrate why she wasn't there for the birth of her grandson. I think it was, not which had nothing like to do with the present. Yeah, like okay, it's just like exactly. The whole the issue was you have never gone to see your grandchild. And then right? it's like, oh, I have to work. How many people first of all, you are the wife of a basketball player, right? So you have disposable funds. How many people work working class jobs? Come but on. But if there's a family emergency, they drop everything for their babies. Buy a ticket Come on. and do what they need to do. So the question still stands, why have you not gone to Seattle? Why when you live on excuse me, the same coast, the ticket is cheap. Right. So why and you deflect? blame everything on the daughter saying she doesn't want me there? Like, girl, exactly. you're the mom. So Jackie has no argument. Ask, are though. we friends? Like, no, no bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we like. In uh, side note, have you, have you seen Showgirls? No. That movie that? Showgirls, mm-hmm. um, with um, the bitch Gina Gershon, I think her name is. I've never seen her. Um, and the bitch from Save the Bell. But anyway, Jackie looks like she came off the stage in Showgirls and one of her confessionals with that fucking wig, Betty Boot wig with the um, with the bang, that synthetic wig. It looks horrible. And that synthetic pleather. (laughs) Did you see the reunion preview? (laughs) When she's wearing that lace, she looks crazy. Jackie, yeah, she always like. I need her off the show. Crazy. And then Malaysia, of all people, sticking up for her. Yeah, that's kind of interesting because they hated each other, okay. and now Tammy they're like too. they're like best friends. Which I, I thought it was kind of interesting how Jennifer tried to play Tammy and Malaysia. They're Tammy and Malaysia are both friends with Jackie mm-hmm. this season, right? And Jennifer, I feel like she was scared as shit as Tammy in that scene because she and she confessed in the confessional that she was not going to bring up that she had a copy of the book because she didn't want to confront Tammy with that, mm-hmm. right? But then because Tammy's kind of crazy, Tammy is crazy, yeah. Fast forward, she sits down with Malaysia, and she tells her that she has a copy of the book. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, girl, you scared you of Tammy. See, you no, scared she, of Tammy. No, but see, this is why I fucked with Jen. She kept it cute the whole time, but when she started getting them bottles of uh, champagne going, <laughs> you saw she was drinking the entire day. So at the end of the day, she's like, I have the book. She's just like, I'm finally just going to say it. Like, and I got the motherfucker. Was it because no one else was trying to admit that they had a copy of the book? Including mm-hmm. Evelyn, who had a copy and then made three well, here's or the two. Thing too. Evelyn says she does not fuck with Jackie. Like, if I don't fuck with you, I'm not talking to you. I'm not telling you what I have. 
what a show. That is a true show. What a show. Do you watch Love and Hip Hop still? Um, I've been watching a little bit. It's a little stressful. Now, remind me, what's on? Is it Hollywood that's on right now? Hollywood. Right, yeah. exactly. They don't with, have no stories. With Brooke, um, Valentine. Brooke and fucking. Did you see her with that feather? With the. Did you see the latest episode? I don't think I. Maybe. Yes, yes, Child, I did. I yes, I did. Last night. Yes, like, I did. <laughs> he proposed to her. Or he didn't propose to her. He like apologized. Yeah. He gave her the divorce papers. Yes, and then she was and like, that made her pussy gonna... wet, huh? And that made her pussy wet. I remember they were out in the park. Oh my gosh! Wait, what? Okay, so maybe I'm not caught up. Well, maybe that no, that was like the last episode. But I, then she I, found the paralegal, who, by the way, paralegal should not be handling divorce cases. <laughs> so I don't like. What is the truth, Mona? What is the truth? Was his story that he didn't know that he was all the way divorced or something no, like no, that? No, no, no. He was getting a paralegal to do his divorce, right? So okay. he broke, but then he was also trying to fuck around with the paralegal. Okay. It's too much. It's way too much. All Messy. of these storylines on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood are way too much for my life. You way too much, and up. particularly the same. Niggas, Ugh. they can't keep it, they dig in their pants. Yeah. And the drama with the girls that go along and with that. And drunk Tierra Marie, which I don't feel she needs to be on the show if she's really struggling with alcoholism. Tierra Marie is a mess. A mess. I feel so bad for her, because she was literally three sheets to the wind. I, on that last episode and she needs to just go get help she does, she need, does to need to get help I and, I and I think it's a sad situation because she has a lot of potential she has a lot of talent and I have yet to see her really tap into that yeah. she's so distracted with messiness and being a reality TV star and, and being messy so if that's what you want to do then that's do what it. you want to do but it's just a waste of talent Yeah, it's just a waste of talent all right, so what do you got for us for the music? Yeah. So, um, as always, you guys, um, you can find me on Spotify. I have an I Dante playlist. And um, and thanks. I, I have a couple of followers on that list, but I, I wanted to mention my I Dante R&B because I got a couple of followers on that list, too. Thank and I you. didn't even notice that um, people were listening to that playlist. It is really cool. It's just... Um, on the opposite side of the spectrum of the I Dante list, it's all R and B, and you know, so check me out. Find me on Spotify, and let's see. This week, well, not this week, but recently, I've added to the I Dante playlist um, both <clears throat> featuring Drake, um, Gucci Mane, um, Bodak Yellow. I know I'm a little late with that with Cardi B, um, but we like that. Break it up with Yo Gotti and Nicki Minaj. Crew with Gold Link, Brent. Fayaz, I believe it is, um, and Drowning. This artist, um, his name is A Bougie. <laughs> I think it's A Bougie <laughs> with a hoodie <laughs> featuring Kodak Black. Um, so yeah, check me out, guys. Um, as far as like inspiration, when Patrick came in, I was playing this um, new artist. Well, I don't know if she's new, but Sabrina. Claudio, yes. I think is her last name. Yes. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Beautiful voice. Beautiful voice. Um, and I definitely added a few of her tracks to the I Dante R&B playlist. So, yeah, check it out, guys. And and just so you know, these playlists are huge. They have over 200 tracks. Um, I've been working on these playlists for a very long time. And finally, I'm just starting to share it with people because I love music. And... Um, as always, if you want to recommend music or just let us know what you're listening to, you can tweet us or you can email us at hunguppod at gmail. Yes. Yeah. So, 
It's that time again, the end of our show, where we hang up or we are hung up. So what say you, Capitan? You want me to go first? Sure. Well, I just want to say, I, I just want to start out by saying that we got to live. I don't know if this is a hang up or hung up. It's just a word of encouragement that I want to drop um, after having a conversation with my friend a couple of nights ago, um, who actually emailed in. We didn't do a hung mail, um, but we actually did get an email from a listener. Thanks, Sonia. She just wanted to shout us out, saying that she was just proud of us. Um, she's loving the content that she's hearing. Thanks, Sonia. Just encouraging us, and we really appreciate that. Um, and she's telling us to continue to be a blessing and be a to continue to thirst after greatness. Yes. yes. Appreciate you. Um, I, I told her to listen a couple of days ago, and she has been hooked ever since. So shout out to Sonia. Thanks, Sonia. We, we, we appreciate you. Um, but we were having this phone conversation, and I just wanted to tell everybody, we got to live. You know, a lot of us are hurt. A lot of us have experienced loss in our life, and I think one of the things that we were talking about in our conversation is that as we get older, we're learning that loss and death is a, a literal, tangible, it, it's literally a part of life experience for everybody. I think when we're in, when we're in our 20s, and I don't, this is probably not true for everyone, but when we're in our 20s, we don't really understand and grasp the concept of this shit is going to end one day. Like you don't live forever. And I think as we get older and as especially as we start to lose people who, who are close to us, who we love, it really starts to teach you these lessons, but don't let, don't be a manifestation of your hurt and all your loss, because for all we know, our number could be next. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, we all experience the same fate. It's lights out when our number is called. Whatever kind of way we go, we all it all happens the same way. It's lights out when your number is called. So don't spend, don't worry yourself to death, literally. Spend your whole life until you die worrying and being sick and, and wearing your pain. Um, just be positive. And... Beyond that, I'm hanging up on Sally Mae and your auntie <laughs> Great Lakes or ACS or yes, call them by name. What's the other one? Navient, whoever the hell. <laughs> All y'all cousins and nieces and nep- nephews. Fuck y'all. I'm hanging up on y'all along with Comcast, Sprint, and all these ruthless, savage, <laughs> savage gutter snipe ass motherfuckers. I just want y'all to know y'all gonna get yours. Okay? You when you mess with God's children, best believe that negative energy is gonna come back. And bite that ass. I don't know how, who, what, or when, but the day of reckoning is upon us, ho. So just know that. And if we don't get blown, well, that's if we don't get blown the fuck off the mat first, because we got these two motherfucking idiots, these two children calling each other's name, calling each other names and fighting. So if we don't get blown off the mat first, fuck you, Sally Mae. You're going to get yours. Y'all get into your Bible. It's not going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, that was cute. I will say that I am very much hung up um, on those men out there, specifically black gay men, who are open to the process of healing um, and healing in their own way, whatever that may entail. I think um, a little bit before my trip, during my trip and after, I've been able to interact with different black men who were willing to go through like processes of like rebuilding relationships 
becoming more body positive, becoming more sex positive, mm-hmm. um, wanting to <clears throat> heal um, not only like romantic relationships, but platonic ones and like just really seeking to live better lives. And I just think it's such a beautiful thing and it, it inspired me to do the same. And yes. yeah, That's love awesome. you guys. And That's hopefully so we can all come together one day and facilitate good conversation. Maybe we'll make an event one of these days to Make that happen. You call my machine, I call yours. Yes, I will. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Yes. And welcoming Patrick back into the country. Thanks, guys. With all the shenanigans going on in D.C. Welcome. What's going on in D.C.? With Trump. Oh, bitch. You know, I was, listen, being away, I was so tuned out from that. Well, we'll talk after we end the recording, but let's just say that him and the leader of North Korea are literally just going at it and threatening each other with nuclear war. Listen, they be all right. And North Korea is already threatened to, and I think they aren't, they aim their missiles to Guam, which is a U.S. Uh, territory with mm-hmm. tens of thousands of um, people there. Um, so Trump is tripping and talking about they're going to be met with fire, quote unquote, fire and fury is Listen, what he said. It'll be okay. Have no fear. Jesus is here, okay? It'll be Because right. if he can be for us. Oh, wait, what? That's... If God is for us. If God is for us, who can be against us? Get your life. See, this bitch been in Africa and then lost oh! his way. Oh, we going to church lose. on Sunday. I did not lose my way. I'm going to church tomorrow. Thank you. Since we're recording today on Friday. Um... Oh yeah, yeah this Saturday. Another episode of the Hung Up Podcast. Appreciate you can y'all. Find us on IG, Twitter, the Facebook, at SoundCloud, SoundCloud, everywhere. Just find us everywhere. everywhere. Hung Up Pod. Just look for us. Yes. we're out there. We're waiting for you. Yes, I am P Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am P Ryan. Oh, and check out my new pictures. They're really cute. They are. You guys <laughs> check out his new pictures. Comment yeah, and like them. You'll see my nipples. You will. You'll see more than nipple. I mean, like belly button. Come on, no. You got cold. I need you to get warmer. Come back to the nipple. What else you gonna see besides the nipple? Titty? Yeah. Uh, that's like oh, that's like <laughs> that's like a given. You can't see nipple without titty. In a very nice lace black a black lace shirt. Yes, from ASOS. So yes, ASOS. I love ASOS. Live Shout by out it. Shout to ASOS. Yeah. Yes. And sponsor I'm Eric. Us. I'm sorry. I said sponsor us. <laughs> Guys, I'm Eric. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am. No, I'm not. That's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. I am T. Ryan. <laughs> See, advertise me some more, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at E. Dante Cole on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget to also add me and listen to my playlist, R&B, Nia Dante, Hip Hop, on Spotify. Yes. And I guess we will see you guys next week. Next week. Peace. What's good? Oh. Y'all, y'all hoes want smoke, now you got it. All the hard work. Y'all want smoke, now y'all, y'all hoes gonna respect my motherfucking name. I'm gonna start making y'all hoes bow down and kiss my motherfucking feet. Y'all bum ass hoes. I paved way for y'all hoes even much speak in Miami, bitch. Don't even talk my motherfucking name when I say motherfucking miss. And if you call me a bitch, make sure you put baddest in front of it. Whack ass hoes. Like the blonde.
Broke-ass, mad bitches. They get on my nerves. They so motherfucking jealous. They Jealous-ass, mad-ass, wax, sad-ass, bad-body-ass, nasty-looking-ass bitches. Like, what's really the fuck is good? I see you bum-ass bitches around. I don't speak on you bitches. I don't give a fuck about you hoes. I'm too busy getting money. Fuck you talking about. Too busy planning for Trina Day next year since I don't give back. Give back that hoe. Did you ever give any toy drives? I ain't never see you at no motherfucking hospital giving toys to the kids, bitch. Pussy-ass hoe. That bitch plot and trying to get on TV. Y'all host plot trying to get on TV, bitch. Guess what? I am the motherfucking TV. Same one you've been looking at for 17 years, punk ass bitch. And guess what? You can't get on a motherfucking show without me. How about that? Yeah. So what's good? You did all of your punk ass, still ain't gonna get on a motherfucking show. You and your bum ass bitch. Your bum ass bitch gotta see me, though. It ain't over. Dragon season. Dragon season, all right? And I'm out.